0: Hello and welcome to the Gamble Betting Podcast. I'm Greg Browning and I'm delighted to be joined by our man in Norway, David Weatherston. How are you, David? Yeah, going well, thanks. How's yourself? Very well, thank you. We are without our man in the chair. Uh, Paul, Paul is away on holiday this weekend, so it's just David and I as we tackle the penultimate round of games in Norway this season. It's been a fantastic season, David, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, really enjoyable. And um, again, seems like it goes so quick because it's like 30 games. But, um, yeah, we, I've enjoyed it. And it's still still some things to play for, especially at the bottom where the Christians Great Escape is still on.
0: It really is, isn't it? After a really good win last weekend, we'll just run through last weekend's results. But at the moment, match day 29, as we already know, it's all over at the top, and it has been for some time. molda sitting what 18 points clear of um, second yes. place Boriklem. They've absolutely ran right this season. molda deserved title winners. However, there's a real battle on at the moment for second and third.
1: Yeah, I mean molda 14 wins in a row. Um, they've only lost twice all season, so not not since May have they lost in the league. And yeah, been really dominant battle for second. Um, and third, I think um, last weekend, Bode Green went to Rosenborg, and it looked like um, they were, they went ahead twice, and it looked like they were going to pretty much confirm second place. But fair play to Rosenborg, The home form um, has been excellent, and they held out, um, still unbeaten at home this season. Rosenborg twelve wins out of fourteen, two draws, and they turned it around and won three-two, quite quite a late goal um, for for Rosenborg, and yeah, one point between them. We list three points further back. Probably just out of it now, but yeah, still still hanging on a good season for them.
0: And your man of the moment?
1: Yeah, Casper tense
0: scored again. Um, I think he was two
1: point three any time last week. Um, I, think I Got one on which, uh, yeah, it just just incredible what what a season he's had since he joined in the summer. Um, just completely transformed Rosenborg's season. Not single handedly, they have had a good um, good performances from other players as well, but yeah, Tenstead's been outstanding and chat that you could potentially be pushing yourself into the reckoning for our World Cup spot.
0: Very good. And before we make a start on this weekend's fixtures, I guess it's worthwhile noting that both Bodeglemd and Moda were in European action last night. Yeah, Mulder <laughs> went to Belgium and got absolutely hammered by Ghent,
1: um, 4-0 it ended up. Um, yeah, just just a really poor night for them. I think the damage was done last week at home when they were 2-0 up against Gordons and lost 3-2. So they had to go to Ghent and, and get a, a result. But um, yeah, really disappointing for them to go out. But um Bode Gleam as well, a little bit disappointing I think at home to PSV who beat them 2-1. But Bode Gleam do have the consolation of dropping down to the Conference League. So something to look forward to for them in this turn of the new year.
0: Good stuff. And finally, into the lower leagues in Norway, I know there's been some playoff matches yeah. in terms of the promotion piece. How, how's that looking at the moment? Yeah, well, it's,
1: it's, it's a similar a similar system to um, the Scottish Championship, if people are familiar with it, where it's kind of fourth place third, and then third place second, and then the winner plays the the team in the league above. So sixth, played fifth on um, I think it was I think it was last night maybe actually, um, and that was Kongsfinger who visited San Nezio. Kongsfinger who had been in great form going into the playoffs and they went to Sandnes and won 1-0 um, which is a fantastic result for them and they'll go on to play against KFUM Oslo um, and that will be in, in, at KFUM's uh, home ground and that will be on, I think that's on uh, Monday night
0: And there's two new additions to the Obis league and I believe this year Quite easy for us to pronounce.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: um, is it um,
1: Moss and uh, Hood? So uh, yeah, I could do Moss that. Moss and Hood, uh, really good. And also, um, just on um, the, um, the relegation player from the Obos as well was played Ulshisa, one of your favourites from. Um, they bar, didn't they? Uh, no, no, they did. They did the battering. Uh, they won six 0 at home. Um, no, sorry, I'm talking nonsense. I'm talking absolute nonsense. Oh, said lost to Arendelle um, in in the promotion playoff, and then Arendelle got absolutely battered off Shide. Ah, right, yeah. So Shide won six 0 at home in the uh, in the playoff home leg, and uh, yeah, pretty much guaranteed they'll staying in Owas for another year.
0: Well, well done to Shide. Yeah. So with match day 29, David, it's all matches being played at the same time, something we don't get. Often in Norway, usually only at the end of the season or on any of the many Norwegian bank holidays that they have, or national <laughs> day holidays. However, this weekend, Sunday, 4 p.m. UK time, we've got all eight fixtures kicking off at the same time at 4 o'clock, and we'll kick off with Osloen at home to Lillestrøm.
1: Yeah, but really good, good way to do it. They don't just um, do the last weekend, all the games are the same. It's the last two weekends, which is it's nice and it keeps. I think it's um it's fair for the teams especially that still have something to play for. Um Olesund, uh, they confirmed their spot in the league a couple of weeks ago and to be fair, the tenth place in the league at the moment it's been a pretty good season in the first season back. Um in the top league and last week um they went into the derby game against Christiansund um knowing they were already staying up and knowing that they could pretty much put Christiansund down. Um, but they they get well beaten by Kinston four nil, and I think that kind of suggests to me that they're happy with their season and uh, they're done. Levestrom, who had a really yeah a really important um, game last week against Odd, um, which would have put them in a good position going forward, but they lost at home two 0 which was obviously a disappointment. It was a really even game, um, just could have gone either way, but. To be fair to them, their away form's been good um, in this in this battle for second place. They've won their last two away games at Viking three 0 and at Haugesund one 0 two. Well, not Viking's not a tough place to go just now, but Haugesund tough place to go. And even money away at Olesund, um this weekend, I thought looked really really good on Luleå. Um they've still got that second place to play for that European spot. Yeah, swap. absolutely. Um, I think I think even money looks like a great shout. I guess a team who are not, not been particularly good at home um they've been sort of f- they've won five lost five at home um they've won five lost four at home all assumed drawn five pretty okay at home form but nothing special but Leila um 24 points away from home in the league this year third best behind Glimpton molde yeah,
0: um, so I'll tell you one thing that is disappointing david is last weekend in the Elitaderian, seven of the eight matches were over 2.5 goals the only match that didn't, and I know I was on all eights, and as were many other people on yeah. all eights, that Lillestrom match finished 2-0 to Odd, yeah. so two late goals from Odd, which was a great result for them. But in terms of this weekend, all eight matches over 2.5 goals pays only 21 to 1, which isn't great for an eight-team ACA. But wait no. till you hear this. I a bit like the Obis League All eight matches over 1.5 match goals, Eight to five, <laughs> eight to five, <laughs> eight to five for an eightfold, which is just unbelievable. So, uh, don't get me wrong, I'll probably come in, but it's just you can't be look, you can't be asking for eight to five or eight to That's <laughs> nah,
1: no no use.
0: So for you then, this match David, you fancy decent yeah, price? Yeah, just Even
1: money which looks, looks like a good price. I'll probably put it on a, a, a double with another team who are also even money this weekend.
0: Now I know you've got the knives out, David, for Viking. You're not yes. by Viking at all in the last four or five months. Uh, they travelled to Boda on Sunday, eight to one to win this match. Over to you.
1: Yeah, just just horrendous. Um since since Norway Day on the sixteenth and seventeenth of May. Top of the league, as I said, around that time and, and they've just collapsed. Um only only yeah, I've I've been worse than them since then. In terms of points, and just recently as well, just, just not showing anything really. They're struggling to show any motivation. I think at a stage in the season, and I, I'm surprised the manager is still there. I'm Presuming it's going to end at the end of the season. Last week they went to mo- uh, they were played Mould at home, sorry, and lost four one, and just showed no fight. And that's a Mould team who are resting yeah. some players. Resting yeah. some
0: players. Yeah. Oh, how start they had, Viking, because they, despite being absolutely atrocious over the second part of the season. They are still on 34 points and yeah. still have points clear of the yeah. real playoff spot. So, had they maintained that, you'd expect them to be up challenging for European places, but, yeah, it's just been a disaster for them and they'll be looking forward yeah. to the season over with.
1: Yeah, definitely. they definitely will be. I mean, that was up last week against a Molda team who was kind of second, almost like a second-strike Molda team sitting, resting for Europe, just absolutely battered. Um, so, they go to Bodeglin too. Um, themselves. I feel like they're kind of struggling a little bit towards the end of the season, getting a little bit tired um, potentially. Um, I've talked before about Knudsen, he doesn't really rotate much. So I, what I do wonder is if they if they might now just yeah. bring a, a fresh faces and just there's just two games to go, maybe just a couple just to just to freshen things up. Just, so can out
0: he can be tired because Buda glimpse, Obviously, they've played 28 league games. <laughs> obviously there's not been many cup games this season, but how many games in Europe have Boricland played? Yeah. It must uh, be 12 must ties, be 12. 13, 14 games anyway. Maybe more?
1: Yeah, it's, it's at least 12, probably. It could be 14 um,
0: games, so that's an extra. It's a yeah. season. They're playing like 15, 14, 15 matches more than other sides, which yeah. is a massive, massive ask. Because don't get me wrong, yeah. they will have a decent score but it's not a massive score is it? No, it's not. And also, not forgetting that
1: they they started their season earlier than everyone else playing in European games as well. Uh, I think they yeah. played Celtic and, and maybe someone else before the season started. So, yeah, they've got winter holidays. <laughs> yeah, they will be. They will be. But um, what I will say is their home form recently has been very good. Like They beat Sandefjord 4-1. They beat Christian soon 5-0. Two teams who are obviously at the bottom but have something to play for. Viking are towards the bottom, have nothing to play for. And... Um, I think Vikings recent form yeah lost lost for one, drew two all at Yerv, lost on to Sapsborg, lost on to Lilistrum, lost away at Olesund. Just just really, really poor. Um I do think both Glimt will win this game. They're incredibly short. But what I also do quite like in this game is I like goals. I think Gleams have shown at home um that they score a lot of goals. There's there's only been no there's, sorry, there's been no games that has been fewer than two goals. So every game's had at least two goals. Most of them have had more. Um and corners recently, Bode home games as well. Um, just been hitting like 10, around 10, 11, 12 in most most games, pretty much. And I think v King will add to that as well. They hit quite a lot of corners themselves, speaking. So I think the double, over 9.5 corners and over 2.5 match goals. Pays 2.02. And yeah, on this team, I think that looks quite solid.
0: Well, I think Bode as well still remain the league's highest scorers this season with 77 goals across their 28 games. I think uh, Moulder Mulder on sixty seven. So I think four defeats difference really, isn't it, between them and Mulder. But yeah. Moda uh worthy worth the champions. And I guess do my notes for this podcast tonight, David. I felt I was a bit disrespectful to Yerv because I've just, I've just fully discounted Yerv from any sort of um miracle. Yeah. Um they're only I say they're only they're four points behind technically. Yeah. However, they're on minus thirty-seven. So they're technically five points behind with six to spare. Yeah. And they need Sandy Fjord and Christensen to lose both matches.
1: <laughs> yeah, they do. They need a medical
0: um, on, on Sunday to Rosenborg, who absolutely yeah. will be able to just push on and secure third spot, second spot, sorry.
1: Yeah, they definitely will. I think Rosenborg will see this as an opportunity to put pressure on Green. Um, although it is weakening. Who claim to play in it's definitely the tougher game for them. Um, yeah, uh, yeah it's fair play to you. Yeah, like to still like they've got, um, Yeah, they've
0: been very competitive. They've yeah. not uh, cut adrift. They've um, still got they a chance for
1: games to go, which is I think some going for them. They were dead and buried last week and they scored two in the last five minutes against Tromsø and to get a two two draw. And they've yeah, the came before that. Um, they, they beat Sandifjord and Sandifjord to, to give them hope. That was a that was about three weeks ago. Um yeah, it's a tough tough one, tough ask for them. I think they'll be up for it. I think it, it won't be an absolute cakewalk for Rosenborg, but I think Rosenborg will be too good for them in the end. And you, you your won't main be surprised man,
0: your main man. you won't be surprised
1: to Um <laughs> <laughs> you won't be surprised to hear Casper Tangstead. Um he is odds against uh, uh, sorry he odds on odds on yeah odds on he's uh, 1.8 to score any time um, because I'm uh, checking the
0: podcast David I'd appreciate it if you could use um, flash yes. thank you so 45 right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um, adding the Rosenberg win which I do fancy and you'll get 21 to 20 uh, so Rosenberg win Casper 10 to score any time which is let's be fair has happened a lot yeah, the,
0: yeah. The <laughs> given the um, goals uh, Rosenberg are scoring um, yeah. the fact that they're playing a side who are Pretty much relegated to bottom of the league. Yeah. I think that's a great shout. Yeah, so
1: 21 to 20 or 2.05 on uh, new money. Thanks, Dave. Anytime, we number win.
0: That takes us on nicely to a match between two sides who, not often puffed, I think at the moment, in terms of one of the formed sides in the latter part of the season, I think you probably have to give a lot of applause to Tromso, I think, mm. um, who pushed right up the table and they travelled to HamCam. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's 1st play to Hamcam, um up back up in the latest stadium for the first time in quite a good number of years. And they've had a good season. Um, it's been built on a pretty solid defence, you have to say. Um, they've only scored 31 goals, which is fewer than everyone bar uh, Jerv and Olesund. Um But they've only conceded 38, which is by far the best in the bottom half. In fact, only three teams have got a better um, conceded record than them and that's Lister and Bodegrimt and Molde. So, fair play to Hamcam, they've kept it tight um, and they've got the rewards with that um, important win at Sandyford last week. They won 2-1 and um, that confirmed that they were staying up. So, I think they might have had a good week and uh, Tromsø. Uh, Toronto themselves, um, as you say, been on a good run. They have managed to kind of push push up the league up to, up towards the top six. They're in seventh place, they're only two points off fourth and sixth, only four behind Wolferinger, who have completely collapsed the last yeah. four weeks. Um, so Toronto, yeah, fair play to them; they've, they've done really well. Um, what I like in, in this game is uh, I was absolutely shocked um, to see the price of a goal scorer, and um, it's five point five anytime goal for Eric. To score for Tromsø, he's scored in each of the last four games and um, he's scored six and eight. He's absolutely electric just now, he's just looks so confident in front of goal. Um, so, yeah, 5.5 5 anytime. I think that's 11 to 2. Is it 11? 9 to
0: 2?
1: Yeah, I think. Um, 9 to 2 anytime for a guy who scored in each of the last four games. Um, I think I'll take that. And he's also.
0: When does
1: Please, you know, attacking mid centre. They play a sort of striker and then two attacking mids behind them. And Catalano breaks regularly, um, forwarding the, the ball.
0: Anyone he want to score um, at nine to two off the back of scoring in four consecutive games? Is a, is a great find?
1: Yeah, and, and fourteen to one for the first goal, or the like, fourteen to one first goal or fourteen to one last goal, as well. Um, I think it looks really ridiculous for a guy who's clearly in the best form, of probably his life. You know? Yeah.
0: No good. I like, like the sound of that one. Might be getting involved. In the old uh, score first at fourteen to one. Mm-hmm. Then that takes us on to Haugason to As you say, Volringer will just be looking forward to the end of the season now. Uh, seven seventy-five five away to Haugesund. Certainly couldn't be backing them at that price.
1: No, absolutely not. Uh, they've just yeah, they've just completely collapsed. They hadn't put themselves in a great position. And, yeah, lost, I think, two, two consecutive 4-0 home wins and they put themselves in that position to, to battle for second place and then they lost 3-0 mm-hmm. to Rosenborg, 6-0 to Bodegrind, 2-1 to Odd, and then last week they escaped with a 3-3 draw against Sarpsburg. Um, yeah, so conceding goals and, yeah, they've yeah, just completely lost it. I think we, um, defensively they've lost a couple of key men and just not look the same think yeah looking towards the end of the season now've definitely howson one as has got it last week not an easy place to go um they, they they've kind of, the form has been pretty solid throughout the whole season kind of up and uh, they started the season quite slowly but since then they've been pretty good to be honest and sitting and sitting in ninth I think they'll be happy with that but there's definitely a chance for them to jump up and but like I do quite like Hauguston this weekend. I think it looks a really good price um, yeah. for them to win. Um, 2.75, which is something else in fractions. But, um, yeah, 2.07 on the Hauguston 0.0 handicap. Um, so, money back if it's a draw. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that looks like a really, really good price considering for form.
0: And they've been a side has been pretty good to us in the podcast this season, David, Ferguson especially on the corners front. So, there's probably a potential angle there, I think, on how and corners. I think they're a very good price at home, um, as yeah. you do on, on Sunday at 7 4 against the following side. Yeah, I think was, it was a really good price. Just chucked it really <laughs> So, three games left to go, David. I've got a couple of bets from two of the matches. I know you've got, you've got something from all of them. So, just in terms of the Molda Sandifjord match, I'm quite fascinated by this game on the basis one, Molda are obviously champions they didn't obviously put their swim shorts on and flip-flops on last week however they did play in belgium last night out of europe seasons finished i can't imagine there'll be much of a um incentive for them in this match Or or am i wrong they're one to five at home to Sandy Fjord side, who are right in amongst the relegation playoff spots and are essentially in a two-way battle with Christiansund. Sandy Fjord in 14th place, currently occupying the relegation playoff spot and Christiansund, who as you say at the start of the podcast, David, could potentially um, create the great escape just two points behind as they travel to uh, Sarsborg on, on Sunday. But 17-2 to is interesting for Sandy Fjord, but as you know, I do love a corner bet. I love a um, dark horse corner bet. And looking at this one, everything stacks up for me in this one. Sandy Fjord's corner performances have been fantastic this season. Um, and especially recently, they've hit four more corners now in each of their last 10 games. eight, six, seven, six, four, four five, 12, four, and 4. And they've hit four more corners now in 12 of their 13 matches. The last 12-13 matches, sorry. And now they've hit nine consecutive away games. They've hit four or more corners. They're fighting for their lives. Probably had to get something here on the basis that there's a very good chance Christian Sund could pick up points at an in from sarzburg And when you factor into the mix also, Mulda have shipped four or more corners this season in 10 of their last 12. So, lots to consider for this one, and Sandy Fjord at the moment are 11-8 over 3.5 match corners, and for me, I simply think that has to be backed, just given what I've just said, most the seasons finished in European football last night, Sandy Fjord fighting for their lives, Sandy Fjord over 3.5 match corners, 11-8. Yeah, yeah.
1: I- I think I was. I had. A, I was just having a wee look there to see if there's any records they're chasing. Um, kind of points, uh, goals, things. But I think Gleam's 2020 season is, is seen to that. They did beat a record last week, which was most consecutive uh, wins. I think. Um, so that was that was something that they uh, they got. But I think. Um, yeah, I just think it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because you, you don't know whether they're going to just see another like, yeah, one Anybody team back
0: team in mode to five, for me, needs their head, head tested.
1: Yeah, you I know, definitely. What, I, I think think do to, think
0: they are, given, obviously, the mode of top of the league and Sanofiord are stuck at the bottom end, but there's no need to, there's no need at all to be back in mode in this match. It's a, a pretty much a meaningless game for them. They have played in Europe, and Sanofiord, you'd like to think, will be doing everything they can to get at least a point from this match.
1: Yeah, what well, I do think, I think it's the, the the trophy left at the weekend. So I think this day they will be pretty full. Um, but yeah, I do think uh, it's a tough one to ask. What I do like in this game is someone to score, and it's a uh, multiplayer player, David Fofana. He did not, he well, he didn't start on uh, Thursday night. He was kind of left out. He's been, he's been the one in the league. It's um, that they've been turning to more than anything, and he's very. Selfish um, in front of the goal, I'd say. Um, I yourself, myself, David. Yeah, I like myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, scored uh, scored two against Viking last week. Scored one against Rosenborg in the league game before that. Scored um, against Shamrock. Scored against Hamer. Um So that's I think f- yeah five in his last sort of eight games. Not all of them being starts. I think I think four of them being starts. Um, yeah, so David Tofarza is uh, two point zero uh two point zero five to score any time and yeah quite like uh, quite like a look at that i think that's one who's definitely going to start and yep. probably going to play 90 minutes and if anyone's going to score for moldy he's he's uh as good as he is likely as anyone
0: yeah i'm really fascinated to see how this game pans out Um the over 2.5 sandy four corners pays 8 to 13. again i don't think that's a bad place either and if you want got to take a little bit of a gamble, it's eleven to four for five or more. So earlier, David, you mentioned Odd recently in terms of their performances there at home to Strums site. And you really like the look of odd, don't you?
1: I do. And and the Odd of like odd are pushing um for that top five as well. well they're only two points behind Volarina. Um I think they've had a pretty quietly good season. Um they lost two of the most important players in the summer, um, Lauditson and Catalano, who were pretty crucial for them last year. Um and again at the start of this season. And I think um they've just pushed on a lot more than people thought after the summer. So they won obviously a Leela last week, which is a big big result. The week before that they beat Wallering at two one. And they're coming up against the Strom Godset side at home who 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 are just Terrible away from got Godset. They've won twice in the road, four draws, lost eight. Um, only Yav and Christian soon have picked up fewer points in the road than um, Sims Godset. And you look at Odd's home record, they've won seven out of the 14, um, which is not, not too bad. Um, they have lost six, so there's not been many draws. Um, but the home record of late. Um, it's been pretty good they've won uh, they beat Sarpsburg 1-0 beat Yerv 2-1 beat Hancan 2-0 Drew Bikishan soon done, and then beat Wolleringa 2-1 so that's our last five home games which is pretty solid and they are even money to beat Simmsgård set at home and I think that looks a great price I'm going to double that up with Lee Lister, who are also even money to make a 3-1 or 4.0 double
0: Yeah I like the look of that David I think odds I, I fancy it to finish fifth this season um, above Wolleringa with their two games left to go I think even money at home is very, very fair. And they've actually, as you say, had a, had an excellent season this year. So very attractive double odd and lowerstrom at three to one. Yeah. And that takes us on to the, the last match on match day 29. And that is Sartsborg, who have been absolutely sensational over the last couple of months. And they host one of our podcast favourites, Christiansund, at four o'clock on Sunday. Sartsborg, 10 to 11 in 5-2 really hoping that Molda, um can do them, them a favour by defeating Sandefjord and the 5-2 to two, it does interest me a little bit but you have to give a lot of respect to Sartsborg who have been really, really outside the top two or three teams that decide to be backing over the last two or three months haven't
1: they? Yeah, they have and, and particularly at home um, they've won the last four home games Um, scoring plenty of goals just Feel a confidence in in finishing the season really well. I can eat another team who they could jump potentially to sixth, but probably more likely seventh. Um, But Kishensen Price is interesting, but they have only picked up five points away from home this season. Um, It's really difficult to back a team no matter what trouble they're in when they're so poor away from home. Um, Yeah, as you say, podcast favourites in terms of match corners, and also um, team corners, in fairness, especially on the road, uh, Christian soon. But um, to go against that a little, a little bit this week, quite like Sargsburg in the corner match bet. Um,
0: they oh, I don't know a team <laughs> against <laughs> Christian in the match bet? Oh, that's brave. <laughs> Sargsburg have
1: had Bodegh Hamkam, Ham, Cam Yev, Huygensund and Tromsø in the last five home games. They've won the corner match bet in each of them 6-4, 8-3, 8-3, 4-1, and 10-1 against Trump so in the match bet last time out. Um so we've got say, so Christian students uh, in fairness have won um a couple of uh, match bets on the road. But in the last six games they've lost four. Uh, sorry, lost three and drawn one um as well. And yeah, I just think for at home. Um, they just keep on attacking, no matter what the situation is. Um, and I thought 1.9 it. it's 10 to 11 is it, or 9 to 10 for um start to win the corner match. But it looked pretty good considering the um, considering the history.
0: Yeah, I if you didn't it's want it's not a bad shape at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you didn't want to go on that, I also quite like the similar bit to the weekend uh, game. I like the over nine and a half corners with the over two and a half goals. I think this is a game of goals in it. Justin soon. Pretty much need to win. Um, I just think I think there's going to be goals. Spurs scored a lot of goals. Christiansen can see a lot of goals, but uh, a game where they're going to need to win, they're not going to come in and sit sit tight. It's just it's no point. I think oh, I think if I think if they get a draw um, this week, um, um, with Sandefjord away uh, at molder probably unlikely to get a result. Christiansen do have year for next week, so. Did fancy them to beat for home next week? Yep. So I think Sandifjord will, will know that they need to win one of their last two games, um, and I think soon will see this one as a bit of a free hit.
0: yes yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a tough one. This one for me backing soon I know they've got plenty to play for and need to get the points. I want to obviously put a bit of pressure on Sandefjord. I'd be looking for a bit a little bit more than five to two. I must admit. Given yeah. the fact as you say, they've only collected five points away from home and Salzburg are in no way really good form. But there is an angle, I guess, in this match as well. For me, Christian Soon are a have backed week in week out on the team corner's front. And yeah. they are even money to hit six. Yeah. Quite a big uh, number away from home against a really good side. But it's always yeah. something off to consider. And I'll maybe put something up in the channel over the weekend. I think um,
1: as well, like if Yev, if Yev can beat Rosenborg somehow get a, a win against Rosenborg, that game against Christiansen next week could be absolutely amazing. Like could be absolutely just yellow card central, potentially corners and yellow cards everywhere. So yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, if Yev can get a win this weekend,
0: so next weekend we'll be welcomed back by select debate after his relaxing break with his good lady. Um, but in terms of this weekend David can you just run through your best bets for match day 29 please
1: yeah I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'm not gonna go, I'm not going to go for them all but what I'll do is I'll, I'll pick out my favourites. so I've got the the double um odd to beat um Godset at home and Le to win at all assumed in the double pace um three to one also Haugusund on the 0.0 Asian handicap and that is 2.07 um Casper Tengstead to score any time in Rosenborg to win. That pays 2.05. And Sarpsborg on the corner match bet, that is 1.9. And then also just a a nod to Eric Titolano in the Tromsø game, to score any time, 5.5.
0: Yeah, I like that one. That's a really good one. And I guess for me, just one bet at the moment, I'll make sure some more bets on the channel over the weekend. But my main bet from Norway this weekend is Sandefjord away to Molde. And I'm taking Sandefjord over 3.5 match corners at a very tasty 11 to 8. And I'll probably have some spare change on all eight matches over um, 2.5 match goals at 21 to 1, or t- I think it's 22 to 1 with Volume Hill. So definitely worth getting on. I think it was 7 of 8 last weekend and there's been plenty of occasions this season where all eight have gone over 2.5 goals so worth backing that. Uh, thanks for listening everyone and you can catch David and myself on Twitter. David's handle is at Weatherston 11 and you can also follow David's Norwegian football blog at DavidWeatherstonfootball.com. In the meantime, big thank you from me and a big thank you from David, and we'll catch you for the penultimate, no, the the final round of games next weekend. Thanks thanks a lot.